Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be in the presence of the Lord this afternoon? Amen, amen, amen. I want to share some vital information. I believe that this is going to really help us. In this whole month, we are dealing with a purpose for living. That means, what is the reason why are we here? Don't you want to figure that one out? I think of all the things that when I became a teenager, you know, in my 20s and getting into my 30s, uh, one of the most important things for me as a person is wanting to know why am I here? What am I here for? Not just to know why my parents wanted me to be here, but I want to know uh, what is the plan of God for my life. Okay, anybody wants to know God's plan for their life? Let me see your hands. Okay, all right. Is there anyone that you already know God's plan for your life? You already know it. Let me see your hand. Okay, all right. Praise the Lord. We have some few hands. Uh, among the ones that raise up their hand, the second one that raised up their hand that says they know the plan of God for their life. How many of you are very sure about that plan? You are very sure. Let me see. Okay. What about the ones that are not sure? Let me see it. You know the plan of God, but you are not sure. Okay, thank you for being, <laughs> for being honest. All right. And which of you, you are lying? Or what, you are raising up your hand, you lied. <laughs> Praise God. All right, let's go into the book of Psalm chapter 8, verse 4. till I want to read the whole of um, verse 4 till verse 8. Psalm 4. 8 verse 4 all the way to verse 8 all right i'm going to read verse 9 too okay see what it says it says what is man that thou had mindful of him or the son of man that thou visited him for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor thou madest him to have dominion over the work of thy hand thou hast put all things under his feet all sheep, all oxen, yea, the beasts of the field, hast thou put under his feet, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. O Lord our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Spirit of the living God, give us entrance into your word today. Help us, Father Lord God, to pragmatically be able to use this information that we are deriving from your word in our practicable life father lord i pray today that no one is going to leave this place without having a knowledge of who you are but above all of who we are father lord god so that we be able to fulfill your mission upon the face of the earth so we are not just here among the uh, 8,7 billion people upon the face of the earth just roaming around and filling the earth and spending time and not knowing what, let us go home having a desire in our heart to want to know who we are. Thank you, Father, for the discovery. We bless your name, our Lord and our King. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Have you ever um, imagined why do we have human beings upon the face of the earth? Anybody? Do you know the, remind, the, the reason why we have human being? Why do we have human being? Thank you, ma. Yes. That man would um, will increase. One multiply. Man uh -huh. will dominate the earth. Mm -hmm. Have authority over everything that he has created. Okay. 
that man will have authority, dominion over everything that God creates. Thank you. Any other person that wants to help me out? We want to know why man is here. And man, I mean everybody. Human, general. I say God enjoys praise. The main purpose is for us to praise God with all our hearts. Okay. The main purpose of man is to praise God, okay, with all of our heart, all right? Yes, sir. We have one more person. That, okay. I can also say um, to represent and to take leadership and for his glory. Okay. Thank you. Madam here wants to talk. We want to know why is man here? Um, yeah, in Matthew 6, Okay, to bring heaven on earth. Oh, that sounds much interesting. Okay, maybe we need to be giving it to the youth. I think they have more answer for me. I mean for me. All right, okay. Praise the Lord. Any other person wants to tell me? Yes, sir. I think um, the reason why we have men on earth is actually captured in the motor of the church. So there is a God in heaven who sits in heaven. Heaven is his realm. Mm -hmm. And he tends to also replicate that system, that model, in another realm called heads. Mm -hmm. And so he needs representatives to do that. And that representative is man. Okay. Okay. So that God can find representative on earth. My Lord, hands are going up. Let us take the, the ones, the, the young boy here. Sorry, sir. This young man here, please, in the first row. It seems the young ones are giving quite interesting... In, uh, let us hear. Weil Gott jemand wollte, der ihn aus freien Willen anbetet. God is looking for who is going to wow. Who is going to worship him free willingly without being forced to do so. Man is the only one that does that. That's so true. Yes. God okay. created us to finish what he started and Ooh. to manage his resources. Wow. Wow. What are you reading? <laughs> okay. Uh, one more person here. Let us give it to Sister Janet. God created the earth so that, because he said, after finishing creating everything, he saw that it is very nice. If he doesn't have anybody on earth, everything will run wild. He wanted somebody to take dominion and control. And he, so that he can communicate. We saw that he was communicating with Adam, Adam. Okay. before the fall. All right. Thank you. All right. So let's, um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, please. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and verse 27. All right. We are going to look in there and then <clears throat> we want to make some few things clear. A little bit to see why are we here because if we don't know why we are here we might die not even knowing why we are here and that is very bad is on the screen thank you sir and God said let us make man in our image I who are the let us who are the horse oh we us is we okay Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. They try unite or union or try Trinity God. The family of God. Okay. The, 
the word there that says, you know, and God says, God there means Elohim, not Eloha. Elohim is actually a plural name of God, which means more than one. Okay? So there has to be a family of God. And then it says, let us make man in our image. So God wanted man to be in his image. So from all other creation, there is no creature that is made in God's image. And not only in his image, number two, in his likeness. So we have image and likeness. That means how he operates and how it functions. How God operates and how God functions. Okay? And let them, who are the them? Man, right? Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeping upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. Quite interesting. And in the creation here, which looks plural, which it is, let them have dominion. He made them male and female. And the day he made them, when it came out, or when did them come out, he came out as Adam. Is that so? How many is Adam? One. But he calls that one them. Okay? He made out of Adam the whole world. But still is one. Okay? So we don't need to think that Adam is two. Adam was not two. Adam is one. Okay? So the Bible says he created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. Now, and then the Bible says he made them to have dominion. This is what he, he wants them to do. To have dominion, number one. Number two, to do what? Let's go to verse 28. Let us see. Thank you. Now, after this, verse 27, the Bible said, And God, Elohim, blessed them. Who are the them? Man. By the name of Adam. Now, Adam means from the earth or red soil. Okay? So, Adam is not really a name like I can say, you know, Eunice or Stephen or, 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 or Nella or Sarah or Elijah or Zoe. You know, Adam means from the earth. You remember the Bible says in chapter 2 that as from the soil he made man. So, Adam means from soil. From soil that was made and into soil that shall go back to. Is that true? Okay, so he now blessed them which is this Adam, and God said unto them, and how many people were standing? One. And what did he say to them? Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Okay. Now, in, in verse 27, it's still right here. God says, let's us make man in the image and let them have okay in verse 28 the bible says and god bless them 
So, number seven, it says for them to have dominion over all his creation. Is that true? Now, verse 28, it says, and God blessed them, and he didn't say dominion first. So, dominion was the last on his list. Is that true? We counted five. Dominion is last on this list. But we have some few things that are before dominion. So, number one is fruitful. Thank you. Number two is multiply. Number three is replenish. Number four is subdue. So, those four things are the blessing that was being released for man to have dominion on earth. Those four things is what is given to man to have dominion on earth. That means the capacity and the ability that is put inside man is the ability to be fruitful, is the ability to multiply, is the ability to uh, replenish, and the ability to subdue. Now, please, fruitfulness doesn't mean you can give birth to baby. Okay? All right. Let us go back to Psalm 8.4, please, if you can. Four and five. Four and five. Thank you. Okay. What is man that thou art mindful of him? What makes man so mindful? Huh? Uh, and the son of man that you visit him. That one we're going to find in the New Testament. Thou hast made him lower than the angels. Is that true? No, it's not true. The word translated into angel there is what? Who knows what that word means? Who knows what that angel word is? The Bible scholars, everyone that has ever read that one in the Hebrew original form, who knows what that angel says? Elohim. She said it. The word translated into angel is God. Thou made him a little bit lower than God. Elohim. So angel is not the right word there. God was made, uh, God made man to be lower than him, but not lower than angel. We are not made lower than angel. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 13, please. If you can give me 13 and 14, I'll be happy. Okay. Uh, but to which of the angels, thank you. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thy enemy footstool? Are they, angels, talking about angels, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation? So, angels are ministers or servants of believers. So, we cannot be lower than they. They are lower than us because they serve us. Now, the word angel in Hebrew is malaik. In uh, Arabic, it's malaika, which means a waiter or a servant. Okay? A servant. So, we are not made lower than angel. Angels are made to serve us. And the Bible makes it very clear. Is that not true? The book of Daniel chapter 10, the angel was being sent. The book of uh, Matthew, the book of Luke, angel was being sent to Mary. Angel was sent to the mother and father of Samson, which is called Manoah. Is that true? And says so this is what is going to happen. You are going to have a child. And then when uh, uh, Haggai was walking in the wilderness, angel came to her. Uh, you know, we keep on seeing it. The Bible says when the three men came to uh, Abraham, Genesis chapter 18, they were, I mean, two of them was the angel. And when the conversation was going on within God and Abraham, the two angels had to walk away. Why? Because they cannot stand in the presence of when son and father are discussing issues that matters. So that is to tell anyone that might think angel 
are higher than you to know that they are built in their strength to serve the ones that salvation has come to. Now, now, take me back to Psalm chapter 8, verse 4 and 5 again. So we're going to read this thing. We're going to read it and get it. Thank you. Made him lower than the God and has crowned who? Who is him? Man. Crown him with and who? Who do we give these two words to in the Bible? God, right? Glory and honor belongs to. And it says you have crowned him with what? Interesting, right? We know this Psalm um, 82. Let's read verse 4, 5, and 6. Psalm 82, 4, 5, and 6. I'm showing us something so we have the basis. So everybody is on the same level. When I start to go deep. Because if you don't know who you are, you will never respect who you are. If you don't know who you are, you will never know your mission. Your personality is designed by your assignment. Your personality is designed by your assignment. So, if a medical doctor comes here, what do we call him? A doctor, right? Why? Because, and his personality is because of his profession or his assignment. Huh? So, now, when you see a doctor standing here and a gardener standing here, which of the two will you respect more? Huh? Doctor is here. Gardner is here. Putzfrau is here. Now, we will honor the doctor. Why? Because of, because of his status, his profession, and his assignment. Why? He saves life. How many lives is a gardener saying? None. Putzfrau. How many? Garnished. Come on. They are saying life by hygiene. The doctor can hygiene himself. Praise the Lord. Your value is determined by the assignment and the problem you solve. Your value is determined by the assignment or the problem you solve. Why is a put frog getting 10 euro per hour and a pilot earns 300 euro per hour? Why? It's unfair. It's not unfair. But you told me that they are all the same. No, it's not the risk they take. It's the problem they solve. A pilot drives an engine up in the air, which some of you are very afraid to enter. He carries that engine, he press some buttons, he knows how to listen to command and instruction, send some command and instruction. The thing sucks up in the air. It balances you up. Your heart goes like, whoo! You think, let them give me water. Let them give me chewing gum. My ears block. What about the pilots? Is he afraid? He knows what he's doing. Why is he earning 300 euro? He's solving a problem. He puts from the problem he solves is 10 euro what? Praise the Lord. Now, if you want to change your what, it doesn't mean that you are not worthful. It just means what kind of a problem you are able to solve. So, if you have many of you of the kind of problem you are solving, then the value diminishes. Now, if pilots are every two people on, on, in Germany are pilots, to be earning 10 euro because anybody can do the job then if we have to be crashing are we still here can you give it to me again um where was i psalm 82 aha uh -huh. none they know not neither will they understand they walk on in darkness all the foundation of the earth are out of course have i not said ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high the next verse please Talking about man here, right? Verse 7. 
We are talking about man here. Now we are getting to know our identity gradually. Getting to know our identity gradually. If you don't know who you are, you will not become who you are. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Now, this is what ignorance brings in. If you don't know who you are, you're going to die like a mere man. If you don't know what is inside of you. If you do not know that inside of you is ability to flourish, which means ability to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, and to subdue. If you don't know that you have that, then you cannot dominion over anything. How come man can drive a machine as big as an aircraft, which carries all that tons, and that amount of people, and their luggage? And for the ones that are coming from Africa and going back to Africa for holidays, all your excess luggage to they carry. And still, is not dropping. That airplane <laughs> did not fly over Mediterranean Sea and gets to Egypt and says, oh, I need to... <laughs> I need to discharge. No, it goes to Monrovia. It goes to South Africa. It goes to any place it has to go to. And including, are you not always happy when you get off the plane and you can find all of your luggages, including your excess luggage that they took from your hand? Me, yeah, I'm always happy because I'm always having excess. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. Now, we need to verify this point. And because I'm taking us to where we start to be understanding what is the purpose of man and what is God having in his plan for us to fulfill his purpose. Now, my next slide, please. Thank you. Purpose for living. That's what we are. We are. And then, please, can we go further? <clears throat> okay. What was on God's mind when you were created? What was God thinking about? What was on God's mind? The Bible says, let him have dominion. The Bible says, we are going to create man in our likeness and in the image of God so that they can have dominion so that they can be blessed with four things for them to be able to have the dominion and those four things are fruitfulness come on multiplication come on replenishment number four and then they can have dominion so what was on God's mind what was on God's mind was he wants the expression of heaven to be found on earth. I know we say our duty is uh, to give praise to the Lord, you know, and, and this and that. Uh, you know, just to make it short in a, in a very form, uh, God doesn't need anybody to give him praise. Believe me, he doesn't need it. The Bible is full of it. It says, I mean, the angels are there to do that. The cherubims are there. The four elders are there. The 24 elders are bowing down with their crowns. Did it, haven't you ever read it? The Bible says that 10,000 and 10,000 of angels worship before the throne of God. So God has enough. His ears are blocking. He doesn't need more. He's not, he's not egocentric. That he needs people to praise him for him to be praised. In case you don't praise him, God be praised forever. And can I just go ahead and say there is no song you can sing that's going to wow God. You cannot sing a song and God goes, oh wow, I've never heard that before. And there is no prayer you make and God is going to like, oh, look at that. Oh, angel, look, come on. Look at that. Look. Taufiki, come on. Can you please use that poem in, in your hymn next time? Everything that needs to be heard has been heard. Every song that needs to be sung has been sung. 
there is nothing a man can do for God that is going to bring God more higher than he is. Nothing. Now, why do we sing? See what the Bible word says. It says the seas claps their hands and the tree moves in the worship of God. So even the, <laughs> even the, the plants and the sea and the fish and everything and the waves and the storm are giving devotion to God daily. Now, our song and our singing is our devotion to God. It is actually a must. It's not even praising God as much as it's praising us. Maybe you've never heard that before. It's praising us more than praises God. Because when you be what you are, then you can fully come to the potential of your personality. I give example. Imagine this microphone is done and everything is done well and everything is, is working well and I just put it here. Day in, day out. What do you think is going to happen? Not only value, it's going to spoil. Even though it's a good microphone, over time, because of the fact that I'm not using, its usage is not activated. It's going to be outdated and wear out because it was never in use. Now, when you sing and you praise God, you are using what God has placed inside of you so that you can be useful. So it is not giving God more glory. As much, like I already said in the first service, that we are not serving God. God is serving us. And we don't realize that. You don't realize that the more you praise God, the more you release into your system the wires of heaven to find expression in you. So everything that is inside of you that needs to burst out into their fulfillment will start working. That is the reason why we pray. That is the reason why we fast. All these things is not making God to be more godder. No, I mean, some things need to be cleared out. So that we don't mess up this whole thing. When we are connected and we are using everything we do, if either is the chair, even the engine, all the engineers can help me out in this. Even the engines, even the computer, whenever you start to set them and you start to use them, then, you know, they start to improve and, you know, and you discover some new things. But if they are not in usage, they become redundant. That's the word. Imagine a human being. You, you, he's given birth to, they feed that child three times, four times, five times in a day, and they keep on locking the child in a room. After 20 years, they bring out that child. What is it going to look like? Somebody have already heard me to say, it be mumuma. It will be mumuma. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Okay, let's go. Listen, there are three P's. I've always mentioned the three P's. The three P's is the profession, the place, and the partner. Now, I decide to put it in this order. You can put it in any order you want. But this is Pastor Chris' order of importance. Profession, number one. Place, number two. Partner, number three. And that is biblical, though. The Bible makes it very clear. God told man, he says... Uh, after he has created the garden, even before he created the garden in chapter 1 that we saw, he says, be fruitful, multiply, uh, replenish, uh, subdue, and have dominion. So the profession of man was already determined before man was made. Before man came to the scene, man's profession was already concealed, verified, and stamped. And it was, it's not there yet. Everything and the environment man is going to reside in was made in the five days. The first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, and the sixth day. God was still creating. Is that not true? What did God create on the sixth day apart from man? 
Before God created man, what did God create? Animals. That is why baboon looks like some of us. Light and dark skin. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Everything was set in place. The Bible says even after man was created, God now went, even in the figured out world, he went and created a garden. So God did not even just throw man in the midst of devastated, you know, vast, big place. He created, he made with his own hand a garden at the east of Eden. Not everywhere. In the east of Eden, not the whole of Eden. The whole of Eden is another place completely on itself. In the book of uh, Ezekiel chapter 28, we find that. Yeah? So, but in the east of Eden, that was where he created the garden. And he will now place man in the garden. By then, man didn't have a wife yet. And then, God puts man into sleep. Up to then, man has never slept. Why? What was man was doing? Working. Thank you. That's all man does. Work. And that is what God wants man to do. To work. Not to come here and enjoy life. To work. As long as there is work, there is reward. As long as there is reward, there is fulfillment. As long as there is fulfillment, there is an assignment. As long as there is an assignment, there are challenges. As long as there are challenges, there are ability to solve those challenges. And that is what improves and increases mankind. Very important to understand that part. Now it's here to work. You want to rest? Ah. Rest is in the grave. You rest for long. Some of us, we rest too much. The time that you have to wake up and do some few things, all you do there is to rest. That is not saying you shouldn't rest at all. Because the Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. But it's on the seventh day he rested, not on the first day. Some of us, we rest on the first, on the second, on the third, on the fourth, on the fifth, on the sixth, and on the seventh. And then we even say, God said rested. <laughs> we are still resting. Hallelujah. And then the partner came in. And before the partner came in, God has to put man into rest and then put out from man a rib. And out of the, uh, the rib, he created the Eve. Now, man didn't know how what is going to happen. Neither did all of the angels know what is going to happen. Nobody knows except for God. Nobody knows what is about to happen. So, the duty of Eve was to do what? Was to partner. That is the number one duty and the only duty, so to say, to partner with a man. I will give you a helpmate, not a baby maker. So if your wife does not have ability to meet up with your ability to meet up with your complicated vision, which you yourself you cannot figure out. Man cannot figure out his vision completely. Let me just make it that clear. But a woman can look into a complicated vision of a man. And know how can manipulate it and bring it out of him. That is the work of a woman. A woman, a man dreams and dreams and dreams and, and, and choke in his dream. And a woman will not say, okay, let us realize this. Let us bring it forth. Let us bring it out. Step one, step two, step three, step four. This is how to bring it to pass. That is the duty. Together, we work it together. A woman might not be able to figure out those things, but she has the ability to make out of nothing something. That's the reason why you can give a woman a house and she will make it a home. Give her a seed, she brings out baby. Give a woman problems, she will give you trouble. Anything you give to her, she multiply. She's a fruitful multiplier and submits and replenishes them. 
Okay, give me just the next slide and then we are done for today. Fearless in Christ. Finding your purpose. Yes, sir. Now, finding my purpose will be what are my do's and my don'ts. What do I love to do and what are those things I don't like to do? You want to know your purpose? Those are the purpose. We, that's where we start from. What are the things you like to do? What are the things you can do? What are the things you cannot do? What are the things you hate doing? What are the things that you cannot stand without doing? What are the things that even if I don't pay you, you will pay me to do what you can do? What are those things? Some of you know what I'm talking about. You so much love doing them, you even pay me so I can allow you to do. I'm not talking about your job. I'm talking about the inspiration that inside of you. You will beg people to do what those things. That is your do. That is where you're finding your purpose. And that's the reason why you can find a man that ha she is married, is uh, having a respectful home, and everything is going well, and still not satisfied. And you ask yourself, what is the problem? Because he has not discovered his dues. He's still not satisfied with himself. You can find a woman, has everything, she's, she's well married, everything is going on, but still, still cries in the night, wake up crying. There is still no satisfaction in her because she has not discovered the do's and embracing the don'ts. Who among us today is sitting down in this place and there are some things you swore you will never do and you find yourself having to do them daily because of pressure of life or because of the stigma that the community plays upon you. These are what women do. Sit down. Perhaps you are, a, you are the next millionaire on business enterprise uh, uh, incorporation uh, CEO. Who knows? But you cannot do it. Why? Because uh, you have three kids and your hands are full. Because they love you that you, all women have to do is to have babies. So you, you all your life you had babies. And the babies are now having you. Pastor Chris, are you saying we shouldn't have babies? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to have a balance, complete everything. And after you finish having baby, now start on the project now. And now you can start. Don't tell me you're too old. Even if you're 82, you're not too old. Who told you that? Did you see what uh, 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 Joshua and uh, what's the name of his friend? Caleb did at the age of 84. Praise the Lord. Don't just sit down there and say, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm old, I cannot do it. You can if you are focused on it. I learned something this week. There are the two things I learned this week. And that two things is uh, distraction and focus. Distraction and focus. I mean, I've always known this thing, but I learned it this week differently. Luxury of a poor man is destruction. The luxury of a poor man is destruction. The more distracted you are, the more you move to poverty. You want to do this, but something has come. You want to do this, procrastination, destruction, unwillingness, demotivation. All we just, all you just, they come with all their sisters and brothers and all their children and grandchildren moving towards you. If you have laid your hands to do it, the Bible says no one has laid his hands upon the floor and turned back is worthy of the kingdom of God. So if you are easily distracted, you are not worthy of God's kingdom. God's kingdom is looking for people that are narrow focused and dead to that goal. Said it in the one of the Wednesday service uh, that we had online, I says the reason when Jesus Christ is going to come and God is not going to give any fault to any Jew person that they didn't accept your Yeshua as their Lord and Savior is because they are focused. Don't blame any Israeli that is not accepting Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. God made them like that. And it's very important they are like that. Or else they will have taken everything. 
Marajururu Marahaji is the Lord. Okay, let's follow. Today is Olumba Olumba. Aha. Today is synagogue. Aha. Anywhere there is miracle, they are ready to follow. A Jew is not like that. He's born a Jew, die a Jew. Even if they have become a Christian, they don't call themselves Christian. They call themselves Messianic Jew. Because we are not sure in case your that name Christianity is them. So they still hold to that focus. So when Jesus Christ comes upon the upon the mountain of olive and declare, I am the Messiah Yeshua Hamashiach, the one you have been waiting for. Say, ah, you are the one. We bow. You are welcome. I was here before, it doesn't matter. Over 2,000 have been trying to save you. Don't worry about that one. It's an old history. Their focus is thin. Are you focused? If you are not focused, you will never get to your destination. If you keep on branching on each and every street, you will never get to where you need to go. Anybody that doesn't have a, a zealed destination never gets anywhere. Have you ever seen anybody, you ask them, where are you going? And they say, anywhere. Are they going to get there? Anyone going to know where we get to anywhere? Please give it to me. Let me finish. Occupation and vocation. The next one, please. Calling, gifts, and talent. The next one, please. That is all. Okay. Let's just stay there. Occupation and vocation. What are these things? What are your calling? What are your gifts? What are your talents? All these things are making us clearer towards the purpose of God for your life. Everybody has one thing that makes them extraordinary. We will have to figure it out. Not all of us are going to be sports footballer, basketball player, jingle waist dancer. The time is coming that my people, not, you, are, you will not be rich only by music and sports. The time has come where we too, we are going to be in the area of education. Say amen to that. Amen. Philosophy, say amen. amen. Engineering, amen. discovery, amen. politics, amen. business, amen. entrepreneurship, amen. fashion, amen. medicine. Amen. Say a better amen now. Not only you have to be music, it has to be breaking down. You see, we have passed that information to all of our next generation. They all they think that they're going to make money out from is only music and sport. So all of them are killing themselves into music world. The one that have voice, the one that don't have voice. Check TikTok. Stand to your feet, please. Praise the Lord. We are going to break barriers. We are going to cross the line. We are going to move mountains. We are going to succeed in the land. Whoever told you you will not succeed, ah, I've already missed it. I said that person has already missed it. In this season, you will succeed big. You will get to know your purpose. Listen, success is not just being successful. Success is covering your assignment. Discovering your assignment. Jesus discovered his assignment. You know, Jesus could just go around and be healing people for the next 10 years and he will be a famous healer. But he didn't heal everybody. Believe me, he didn't. If he healed anybody, where are those people that Paul was healing? Peter and Co. The Bible says on the, on the beautiful, the gate called beautiful. That's the temple that Jesus Christ goes and preach for three and a half years. And the man was sitting down there and Jesus did not even see him. He didn't even hire him. Passes him by and begs for money. And Jesus will have dropped 10 euro, one cent inside his calabash. And walk away and be looking. Oh, that's the healer. And nothing happened. But when John and Peter came to the scenery, the atmosphere has already changed. Somebody's going to come to a different atmosphere. Somebody's going to come to the work that was never finished. Somebody's going to come to the assignment for real. 
You see, your assignment is waiting for you to be discovered. And I believe God in this march, you shall discover it proper. Amen. While you are doing your job, while you are waking up in the morning, while you are taking care of your children, while you are taking baths of, of your children, while you are in the toilet, while you are doing your study, while you are watching, God will reveal to you your assignment proper. Amen. And when you find it, you will not be disfocused. Amen. 